Greetings tonight, my sisters and brothers. On this Friday night, uh, the ninth day of September in the year 2022, we thank God for God's love. We remember that God so loved us that God sent his only begotten son that we might have eternal life. Greater love hath no man than he who lay down his life for another. And certainly we thank God for Jesus Christ and for all that he has done in our lives. Tonight we are blessed not only to gather on this line again, but we're also blessed to welcome to the line Reverend Dr. Aldrina Mabry, part of our church family who has blessed us before, and she's here to lead us in prayer and meditation on tonight. And so we invite her to come and to speak to us as God has led her. Reverend Mabry. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Elaine. Um, It is such an honor and a privilege to um, greet the Allen family and friends tonight. Um, The Lord spoke to me today and has been speaking to me, of course, all week because I'm in a particularly um, interesting season of my life. Um, Let's just go to the word of the Lord, and then we'll just talk about some of the things that the Lord has been saying to me. Uh, The word of the Lord for this uh, meditation is Mark 2nd, the first verse. Jesus uh, returned to Capernaum a few days later. The news went out that he was at home. Some people gathered together there and was no longer room for them, not even near the door. And Jesus was discussing with them the word of God. Then they came bringing to him a paralyzed man who was being carried by four men. When they were unable to get him because of uh, unable to get to him because of the crowd, they removed the roof above Jesus, where they had dug an opening. They laid down the mat on which the paralyzed man was was lying. When Jesus saw their act of faith, bringing from confidence in him, he said to the paralyzed man, "Son, your sins are forgiven." Some of the scribes were sitting there debating in their hearts the implication of what Jesus had said. Why does this man talk this way? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins? Who can remove guilt and nullify sin's penalty except God alone? And immediately Jesus, being aware of their hostility and knowing in his spirit what they were thinking, he said to them, why are you debating or arguing about these things in your heart? Which is easier, to say to the paralyzed man, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up, pick up your mat, and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of God, the Son of Man, has the authority and the power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralyzed man, I say to you, get up, pick up your mat, and go home. And he got up and immediately picked up the mat and went out before them all so that they were all astonished, and they glorified and praised God, saying, we've never seen anything like this before. Amen? The word of the Lord. I just read it, Mark, 7, uh, Mark 2, 1 through 12, in the Amplified uh, Version. I want to talk briefly about um, faith and uh, friendship. It is important, beloved, that we gather together night after night on this line 
because if anything, the pandemic has taught me, uh, has taught us, a lot of us, that we were not meant to be alone. We live in God designed us to be in communion with him and with one another. The cross is both vertical and horizontal, meaning we need God and we need one another. This story in um, Mark and it's also in Matthew and of certain versions also in Luke tells us about the radical faith and the radical riskiness and persistence of four friends who saw that their um, friend was in need of a savior, in need of a healing, need of deliverance. And they thought it not robbery to risk it all, to um, climb up on the roof of this house when they could not, they knew that Jesus was there and they could not get in. So they did something that was bold and that was daring, but they lowered their friend, cut a hole in the roof, They were, meaning that they moved, removed tiles and lowered Jesus down, I mean, lowered their friend down on that mat in the presence of Jesus. And when Jesus saw the faith of the friends, he said, he marveled at them, and he said, son, your sins are forgiven. Of course, in that moment, there were, the house was crowded with a great deal of people, including the Pharisees. The Pharisees were keepers of the law. And they were um, not there so much to cheer Jesus on, but they were there to trap him and to make sure that the law of Moses was so strictly enforced that it imposed great hardship upon the people. But when Jesus said that your sins are forgiven, they um, thought that only God could do that. They, of course, did not recognize that Jesus was the son of God, is the son of God, and he's capable of, of forgiving our sins. We also learn in the story that these uh, friends persisted in doing something that they knew they had to do. Sometimes we can enter, uh, we can encounter problems or situations that we ourselves cannot handle by ourselves. And we are in need of the intercession of others and the communion of the saints. For the words of the Lord says that one can chase a thousand, but two can chase two thousand. And we think about uh, the word of God that says in Proverbs that a, a, a friend loveth at all times, and a brother or sister is born for adversity. Beloved, I say again, we need one another. And if we ever learned anything from the isolation and the, the pandemic, we learned that, that, that we need to reach out to one another. We need to touch one another to gain the strength. The word of the Lord also says that iron sharpens iron, which makes us better together. Amen. So I thank God for our pastor. I thank God for our church family that gathers together night after night so that we can virtually lower one another down into the presence of the Lord. Amen.
Let us pray. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, what peace we often forfeit. Oh, what needless pains we bear. All because we do not carry everything to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, tonight we come touching and agreeing that you're our Abba. You're our Daddy. You are the glory and the lifter of our head. You are a strong tower. You are our burden bearer and heavy load sharer. You're the one who was and is and is to come. You loved us so much that you gave us your best gift, the gift of your only begotten son, Jesus Christ. And you said, whoever believes on him shall not perish, but shall have everlasting life. We come through no righteousness of our own. We come through the name, the word, and the blood of Jesus. We come by way of the cross, and we humble ourselves before you. And we acknowledge, O oh God, that we have sinned and fallen short of your glory. All of our sins and all of our righteousness is as filthy rags. So again, we bow down and we reverence you. And we ask for forgiveness of our sins. We ask that you forgive us, Lord God, for sins that we have committed in thought and word and deed. Sins of commission, sins of omission, sins against our divine majesty. We do acknowledge, O oh God, that the remembrance of these sins is most grievous unto us. And we ask for your grace. We ask for your mercy. We ask that you separate our sins from us as far as the east is from the west. And you said that you will drop them in the sea of forgetfulness where they will never rise again. And Father, some of us have issues because sometimes we know we sinned and sometimes we don't know. We ask that you teach us what is sinful, teach us what is grievous unto us, unto you. We ask, Lord God, that you highlight some of the things that could be holding us back. Tonight we acknowledge, just as, as, as Jesus did in Mark 2 and, and in Luke, that there's often a relationship between, between our, our physical bodies and our spirits and our souls. So some of us, even we acknowledge, oh God, that we are paralyzed or we're stuck. We cannot move, and um, sometimes physically with, uh, with different ailments, but sometimes emotionally and sometimes spiritually. We are mind, we're body, we're spirit, and we're soul. We ask for a cleansing tonight and a healing tonight in every area. We ask that you purify our motives, purify our thoughts, as well as purifying our hearts. We ask that you perform open heart surgery tonight on our attitudes as well as our arteries. Lord God, we ask that you examine our motives, examine the, the, the things that, that could be and are grievous unto us, unto you, sorry, Father. 
please help us, Lord God. Help us to, uh, as, as, as we repent of, of, of um, willful sins as well as, as, as well as hidden sins. We know that the relationship is important to you. Not only how we treat ourselves, but how we treat you and how we treat one another. So, Father, if there's any animosity in our hearts, any sins of, of, of guilt and shame, of embarrassment, of, of the coulda, woulda, shouldas, things that we, that we didn't do that we should have done, of regret, Lord God, we ask that you heal us tonight. We ask that you heal us and deliver us from anxiety as well as, as, well as anger. But we know that that can wreak havoc on our heart and our, 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 um, our arteries. We ask, oh Lord, that you teach us how to be more authentic and genuine Christians, how to treat one another as we would like to be treated. And Father, you want us to be loving and to be patient and, and kind. So bring to our remembrance times when we haven't been that. We know that, that you are holy and you hate sin. So you will pardon our sins once we acknowledge them and we confess them. But we need to repent, meaning uh, acknowledge that we have missed it, we've made mistakes, we've made misjudgments, miscalculations, and uh, sometimes even misappropriations. We've just plain missed the mark. That's what sin is. And to acknowledge it, to turn and, and go in another direction. And Father, you said that you're faithful and just to forgive us of our sins as we, um, as we repent. Lord God, Look upon each of your sons and your daughters tonight that's on this line. And we ask that you meet us at the point of our needs. Some of us are, are, are suffering because of things we did not do wrong. Some of us are suffering at the hands of others that have per, uh, perpetuated sin upon us. For this, we ask that you help us to forgive those who have sinned against us. Some of us have not treated our bodies as the holy temples that you have created. And for this, we ask for forgiveness. We ask that we learn the lessons, the lessons to cherish um, the, the, uh, the bodies that you've given us. Help us to learn to eat right and exercise and sleep and, 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 and take care of ourselves so that we will live longer lives and, and more quality lives that will glorify you. We know your word in, in 3 John 2 that says, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou wouldest prosper and be in good health, even as your soul prospers. God, you want not only our bodies to prosper, but also our souls. Look upon our souls tonight and heal our souls, Lord God. Look upon our bodies tonight and heal our bodies. Heal our emotions, Lord God. Some of us are stuck in, 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 in grief and, and trauma. Heal us, Father, from the loss of our loved ones and from traumatic events. 
Some of us have been hit so hard that we just sit and stare at times. We don't know which way to go. But I thank you, Lord. I thank you for the power of these friends who constantly intercede for us and and, and constantly present us before our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we do time and time on this line. So, Lord God, we ask that you continue, continue to help us as we intercede uh, one for another. You said in your word in Matthew 18, 19, that, that for two, touch and agree on anything, you will grant it for us. That's the prayer of agreement, and it makes it powerful. That's what the four, the, the four friends did for their friends. So, Lord God, encourage us. Encourage us to intercede one for another. Encourage us, Lord God, to be persistent prayer war, uh, warriors. Help us, Lord God, to continue to believe God for our friends' victory, even when it seems like they're difficult situations. Again, I ask, Lord God, touch everyone tonight under the sound of my voice. We ask that, that there be a tent of meeting tonight, a place where your glory dwells in each of our homes, wherever we're gathered. We ask that you come behind locked doors and, and prison bars and, and, and meet us tonight. Examine us tonight. Forgive us tonight. Heal us tonight. Deliver us tonight. And help us to take up our bed and walk out a different way on which we came. Help us to, to, to go leaping and dancing and, and to glorifying you. And all of those who are looking upon us, help them to, to, to glorify you as well. And to say out loud, I have never, ever, ever seen anything like this before. Make us, Lord God, living epistles, read of men. Help somebody to look upon our healing story, our deliverance story, our testimony, and give God the glory for the great and mighty things that he has done. Father, we love you. We praise you. We honor you. And we glorify you. We lift up one another to you tonight. We also lift up our beloved pastor, and we ask that you continue to encourage her. We ask that you continue to strengthen her. We ask that you continue to empower her. Give her supernatural wisdom, Father, supernatural courage and supernatural understanding. We ask that she, my God, give her supernatural preaching power that she preaches to the end, that sinners are saved, that bodies are healed, that souls are set free and delivered. This is our prayer that we offer in faith. Again, touch everybody, Father. Touch everybody under the sound of my voice. We ask that you make the difference as we lower one another virtually down into the presence of our loving, living Savior. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.
In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. God, we thank you tonight for this prayer, this time of meditation. We thank you for the thought that was lifted tonight as we are reminded that we need each other. I pray for you. We pray, you pray for me, and we watch God move. Thank you so much, Reverend Mabry. That was a rich word, and certainly your prayer has stirred our souls. Thank you, my sisters and brothers who have uh, worshipped with us tonight and have joined us for prayer. We certainly pray that this time of prayer has encouraged you and has strengthened you in your weak places. May God bless and keep you on tonight. May your day tomorrow be great. Why don't you just let it start at 9 o'clock a.m. when Reverend Carson will lead us uh, in prayer on this very same line. We invite you to join us for worship, either in person or virtually, on Sunday morning, 9 o'clock a.m. and 11.30 a.m. And we certainly pray that as we continue to worship the Lord together, that not only will we be strengthened, but that we can strengthen someone else. God bless you, and good night. Thank you, Reverend Lang. Thank you, Reverend Mabry.